Welcome to Total Teen Health and Wellness, the podcast for parents of teenagers to learn more about how medical and mental health issues are affecting their teen children. This is Dr. Shauna Garza, and I'm an adolescent medicine physician, providing essential education and helpful guidance to parents of teens and young adults. This podcast encourages parents to empower their teen children to live healthy and balanced lives. Welcome back, everyone. It's Dr. Shauna Garza, your host of Total Teen Health and Wellness. Today is episode 25. I'm really proud to reach this milestone, and thank you for joining me today. Today, the topic is going to be why I recommend therapy to my teen and young adult patients. In my practice in adolescent medicine, I address many different mental health concerns in my patients. And I would say at least half of the patients that I take care of that are new to me and that are established with me are being seen for different mental health issues. And so therapy is part of a comprehensive approach to mental health care. Myself as a physician, I offer a lot of guidance and education around mental health care. I also prescribe medications and do other things that are going to help patients feel better physically and emotionally. And everything that I offer patients is more effective when it's combined with therapy. There is a lot of research and evidence that therapy works. There are different ways of doing therapy, and I'll kind of go over that today. But essentially, therapy is a very important part of mental health care and something that I recommend to patients. I advocate for my patients and really guide them towards connecting with therapists that are the right fit for them to help improve their mental health. Because of this, we offer therapy in our offices. It's kind of unique that a doctor's office would have therapists as part of our team, but in our offices, that's something that we believe is so important. We want to have it available to our patients. And so I have therapists that have different focuses, but I have um, several in my office in McKinney. I have two family therapists that do family work as well as individual work. And then I have other therapists that are individual therapists working with teens and young adults. The types of mental health concerns that therapists can help address are issues related to anxiety and stress, stress management, depression, self-harm and other unhealthy coping skills, low self-esteem, and past trauma issues. A focus in our practice is the treatment of eating disorders, and therapists are very important in helping patients on their path of recovery as they deal with those issues and eating disorder thoughts. Also think about eating disorders in general being related to underlying mental health concerns. A very common story is when patients have high anxiety around perfectionism, around their body image, 
and other issues, they may turn to eating disorders as a way of coping with that anxiety. And so therapy is really important for them to identify how they're feeling and work on those feelings and build healthy coping skills. That really is the main goal that I have for patients when I refer them for therapy is to work on building healthy coping skills. I have other episodes that go over this concept, but what we're referring to are things that patients can turn to that help them cope with their underlying emotional and mental health feelings. Many patients may not really know what can help them feel better in those moments. They haven't identified what helps them cope, or they have what we call inadequate coping skills. And then some patients will turn to unhealthy coping, such as turning to eating disorder behaviors and other things that can be harmful to them. And so therapists can help teens actively grow and build their own healthy coping skills that are individual to them, things that they can do that are going to help reduce anxiety, for example. Some of these coping skills are more general and universal, and therapists will teach patients, for example, how to do different deep breathing techniques and different grounding techniques when they start feeling anxious. But it's also good to brainstorm with patients and what they've tried that helps them or what they would be willing to try to help reduce their anxiety. This is a focus of therapy with teens. I also think that having a person outside of their family to talk to can be a very healthy outlet for them. You know, patients can turn to their siblings and parents for guidance and advice, But sometimes they may be reluctant to depending on what their parents' approach is. And having a neutral person outside can be a really helpful outlet for them to process through how they're feeling and things that are going on in their life. Teens we know are growing and changing and developing every day. And therapy can help facilitate this growth of self. Patients can work on self-discovery and better understanding themselves through talking to a therapist and working through different issues that they have. And I think this could be a very positive opportunity for patients to work on their sense of self. When I refer to therapy with many of my patients, I like to tell them that this doesn't mean that you haven't done the right thing or that you're not doing enough or that there's some problem that needs to be fixed, but it can actually be a very healthy and positive outlet for you to work on things that you're thinking about and that can help you grow and and feel better. Another thing that therapists can focus on with teens is on relationship issues, how they relate to others, including their peers and their family, and also working on communication issues. Many patients have drama in their friendships, and that can be very painful for them. And so having someone to talk through how that's affecting them and how they're thinking about it is going to be helpful, as well as working on 
communication and relationship issues in the home. Sometimes patients report tension and conflict with their family members and having a therapist help guide them through working through those issues can be also very helpful. Self-esteem is something that can be affected in the teen years, of course, and having a therapist can help address that directly and Again, relating to how they understand themselves and their sense of self and really building that self-esteem. There are different types of therapy that can help teens. And the main form of therapy that's done with teens is what's called cognitive behavioral therapy. Cognitive behavioral therapy is referred to as CBT And the general idea of it is that it's a talk therapy, meaning that patients are talking to a therapist, typically one-on-one, and there's a triangle of connection, which is how thoughts and feelings and behavior all connect, meaning that if you have a certain thought, for example, pessimism, which might be, you know, really expecting the worst, thinking that the worst thing is going to happen, that may make you feel a certain way. And then that can make you act a certain way. And so if they can make those connections, and they can understand how their thoughts and feelings and actions connect, they can be empowered to shift some of that. By shifting their thoughts, that can help them feel better. And then that can cause them to act differently. And so that is kind of the general idea around it. Of course, there's a lot more to it. I'm not a therapist. I tell patients that when I explain this, but that's my general understanding. And for them to understand kind of what to expect and how, how, how CBT is different from other forms of therapy. There's also a form of therapy called DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy. That is a form or kind of based on CBT, but it's specifically adapted for people who feel emotions very intensely. So when we talk about the feeling part of that triangle, they're having very intense emotions. And the goal of DBT is to help patients understand and accept those difficult and intense feelings and work on skills to help manage those feelings. I typically refer for CBT therapy, and then the therapist will determine if the patient would be better suited to use DBT. Some therapists do both of these approaches. Others would have to refer to a different therapist that offers DBT as an approach. There is also a form of therapy called EMDR, and that refers to a approach that helps patients process traumatic and difficult life experiences. So for patients that have past history of trauma, they would benefit from this approach. Not to get too technical, because my understanding is probably pretty limited, but what that refers to is it stands for eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And 
it has to do with rewiring the memories of trauma in the brain. And that's actually done through a neurobiological approach by having patients track their eyes uh, side to side while discussing traumatic memories. And that helps, again, kind of rewire that memory in the brain. That's the general gist of it. Um, again, if you were interested in knowing more or understanding more about how that relates to trauma therapy, there are a lot of great resources online. And there's a lot of great therapists locally that offer this approach as well um, for their patients. So just to let you know, many therapists offer different modalities or approaches. So when you connect with the therapist, they may transition into a different approach depending on how that's working for the patient, or they may refer to a different therapist that offers that approach. There are also lots of other approaches. Those are just kind of the general ones that my patients tend to utilize most and that tend to be most helpful to them. And so those are the ones I know more about. Again, therapy is so important for teens that are dealing with mental health concerns and can be such a healthy outlet for them as they grow into their sense of self and work on how they relate and communicate with others. Again, this is something that is part of a comprehensive mental health care approach. It's something we believe in in adolescent medicine and offer within our practices. And there also are lots of great therapists in the community that I'm connected to um, that I fully support and, and believe in the work that they do. I hope that this was a helpful guide for you, and I look forward to next time. Next episode, I will be going over why I refer teenagers to see a dietitian. Until next time. Thanks for listening today. If this episode helped you better understand the health of your teen and you're ready to learn more, please subscribe to hear future episodes of this podcast. Consider sharing it with other parents of teenagers. And remember, parents can help their teens live healthy and balanced lives. Music